When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Intrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Get a recap Wednesday's news and notes and more from the Diamond. and gets you ready for Thursday's nine or ten games on the slate, a little smaller than a full slate of action for you. So let's get cracking on the news and notes. Chicago White Sox, the activated reliever Garrett Crochet off the IL and placed closer, or former closer now, Gregory Santos on the IL. Doesn't really matter. White Sox don't win any games, so who needs a closer? Nationals, they are skipping Trevor Williams' start this weekend in Atlanta, but Davey Martinez, manager Davey Martinez, said that Williams will make at least one more start next week. The Nats also officially shut down Mackenzie Gore for the season, citing his blister injury, but the Nats also said they were close to shutting down Gore anyways due to innings, so this made it simple. Good season for Gore, first season in Washington, something to build off of into 2024. The Giants have recalled Kyle Harrison. They sent him down for about a week. He uh, worked on some mechanics. Apparently, things were looking good there. He's coming back up. He's going to make the start versus the Dodgers on Thursday night. Jason Dominguez had his Tommy John surgery on Wednesday. It was a partial reconstruction brace surgery, the type that Trevor Story had, the type that a lot of non-pitchers are starting to get that gets everything back in order, and he could come back in more like six to nine months instead of a full year type situation. So look for Jason Dominguez back. Hopefully, I'd still say an all-star break, but maybe a little sooner based on this surgery. Tampa Bay Rays' Luke Rayleigh said he's, his left arm felt numb with no strength after his last swing of the game. He's heading for an MRI on Thursday. That does not sound good, folks. So we'll have to wait and see what comes back from that MRI. Carlos Correa, he was placed on the IL with his lingering plantar fasciitis. That was kind of one we saw coming. Probably should happen a long time ago, but here we are on that one. Royce Lewis was out of Wednesday's lineup with his hamstring injury. He was said to be riding the bike, which is good to, to hear. The Twins have an off day on Thursday. He's supposed to have an MRI as they head back to Minnesota and then reevaluate him on Friday and hopefully get him. I, I would be, wouldn't be surprised if he misses this weekend, but maybe the fact he's riding a bike on Wednesday suggests it's not nearly as bad as it was. And we might get Royce Lewis back for the final week of the season. You never know, though. Let's see what the MRI says and get more news probably on Friday. Ryan Mountcastle, the Baltimore Orioles, was placed on the IL with his shoulder injury. This was kind of one we saw coming. Seemed pretty severe. He went for uh, MRI and imaging, and he goes to the IL. Locking in Ryan O'Hearn with regular playing time. and also extends the chances of playing time for uh, Keston Hirstead of the O's, who had a second home run of the year the other night in Houston. Alex Cobb of the Giants was placed on the IL with his hip injury. Mentioned this one yesterday. It's been a lingering injury for quite some time. Essentially ends Cobb's season. They said he'd be eligible to come back for the postseason, but let's just face it. As a Giants fan here, 
they ain't making the postseason. So good season in 2023 for Alex Cobb. More Giants news. Brandon Crawford left Wednesday's game with a right hamstring tightness. That could be it for Brandon Crawford as a San Francisco Giant. Shame to see homegrown talent. Fun stuff there, but it could be it for him. Luis uh, Urias left Wednesday's game with left calf tightness. He is day-to-day. Vladito, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was scratched from Wednesday's lineup with a knee injury. And even before the game ended, they already said he's going to go, like Vlad's going to go for an MRI on Thursday, which makes me think this knee injury is a little more severe than just a nagging knee pain. We'll see, though. DJ Stewart of the Mets was scratched from Wednesday's lineup with a wrist injury. He's been battling all kinds of injuries lately. I guess that's what happens when you hit home runs all day long. Jake Berger, this is a big one, especially for the Miami Marlins playoff chances. He left Wednesday's game with quad tightness that he um, suffered late in the game while playing defense for the Marlins. His bat has been ridiculously good since coming over from Chicago. Hopefully, it's just a day-to-day situation. And then Wilson Contreras, I seem like I, at least once a week, Wilson Contreras left the game. Wilson Contreras left Wednesday's game with wrist discomfort. He's been battling a wrist injury throughout the season. It might be time to shut him down as the Cardinals are going nowhere fast. All right, everybody. I talk to you about PL Plus and PL Pro all the time. It's great. You know, you already get a lot of great free content at PitcherList.com, the podcast, the written content, much, much more. But PL Plus gets you even more content, more tools, and gets you an amazing Discord. It's everything any baseball fan, any fantasy baseball fan could ever ask for in that Discord. It has everything covered. Great community of people to talk baseball and fantasy baseball with. And the beautiful thing about the PL Plus, PL Pro Discord is it's not just for PitcherList.com. It's for QB List as well. We know fantasy football is ramping up. Week three is here. There's injuries galore. What are we going to do? Well, QB List has you covered. And becoming a member at PL Plus and PL Pro gets you in that Discord so you can ask your start sick questions. You can ask your waiver wire questions. You can ask all kinds of questions to get you ready to put your best lineups forward each and every week in the fantasy football world. You know, we got Thursday night football. We got Giants in San Francisco or Santa Clara on Thursday night. You can get those questions answered. You know, Saquon Barkley is a game-time decision. Brandon Ayuk's a game-time decision. They'll have your questions for you, and you have the answers for your questions in the PL Plus PL Pro Discord. So go check that out. Become a member. You won't regret it. Some hitting highlights from Wednesday. Tyrone Taylor of the Milwaukee Brewers got it done. Two for four, two home runs, two runs scored, and two RBIs. Taylor's been swinging it well over his last 16 games. Taylor's hitting 310 with six doubles, four home runs, 13 runs scored, 11 RBIs, and two stolen bases. We've always known there's talent there. He just never stays healthy. And then a lot of the time he platoons and faces lefties only, which he crushes. But he's playing every day right now due to injuries, like one being Christian Yelich, who's been out for quite some time. And the Brewers have essentially locked up the Central, so they're going to let Yelich get fully healthy for the postseason. This gives Taylor an extra leash to just play each and every day. And he is benefiting fantasy owners that have taken their chances on him. So go get some Tyrone Taylor in your life. Evan Carter, prospect of the Texas Rangers, was called up recently, and he has been producing in a big way. On Wednesday, Carter went three for four with a double homer, two runs scored, and two RBIs as the Rangers put a shellacking to the Boston Red Sox. Since Carter was called up on September 8th, he's hitting 314 with five extra base hits, two of those being home runs. He scored 10 runs, driven in five, and has two stolen bases as well. And Carter's walking nearly 20% of the time, which is pretty impressive. He's also striking out over 30%, which is not ideal. But the young bat out of Texas playing very, very well. I'm going to mention my boy again, Willie Castro. I love his position flexibility, and he got it done again on Wednesday. Two for four with a home run, 
two runs scored, an RBI, and a stolen base. That's a combo meal, folks. Over Castro's last 15 games, he's hitting 310 with four home runs, 13 runs scored, eight RBIs, and three stolen bases. Been super productive as the flexibility is just so key this time of the year in fantasy baseball. One other guy to mention, one of my fighting Palacio brothers, Richie Palacio hit a home run for Pittsburgh. Or does Josh Palacio, sorry, Josh Palacio, home run for Pittsburgh is ninth of the season. So those Palacio brothers continue to, I, I don't even know if they're brothers. I just call them brothers because it makes sense, but it's fun stuff there. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on PitcherList.com for more details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights from Wednesday. Michael King. It was the King's Court in the Bronx on Wednesday. King took on the Toronto Blue Jays, and he just dealt seven innings, one earned, five hits, zero walks, and wait for it, 13 strikeouts for Michael King. He had 16 whiffs and a 40% CSW. He struck off the side to get things going in the first. He was filthy, absolutely filthy, and we keep talking about they've been extending him. They're getting him stretched out. He stretched out, obviously, now, but over his last six starts since joining the Yankees rotation, King has thrown 28 in the third innings. He's allowed three earned runs in those six starts, three total earned runs, with 42 strikeouts. King has been amazing. He was a great back into the bullpen uh, target already. Now they've stretched him out. This is big boy stuff. It's what the Yankees need because, obviously, this year they need rotation help. The last few years, they've really had a trouble keeping a solid rotation going. Now they have the luxury of potentially having King in that rotation next season, which is very, very nice. Adrian Hauser quietly put together a nice little start here. Six innings, one earned, four hits, two walks, and four Ks. Hauser had seven whiffs and a 27% CSW against the, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa. That was a big start. Uh, over Hauser's last four starts, 18 innings pitched, eight earned. Four of those came in one start, by the way. And he has 18 strikeouts. That's why I want to bring this up. He's getting about a K per inning, which is very rare for Adrian Hauser. So something to look into if he's potentially a streaming option in the final week of the season. Reese Olsen. Goes into L.A. to Hollywood and gets the job done. This was big boy stuff, and he continues to finish the year on an extremely high note. Olsen went six innings on Wednesday night against the Dodgers. One earned run, two hits, two walks, and five strikeouts. Olsen had 11 whiffs and a 29% CSW. And this is what I love to see. Over Olsen's last five starts, he's thrown 30 innings. He's averaging six innings per start. Five earned runs total over those 30 innings and 28 strikeouts. That's outstanding stuff from the Tigers' right-handed pitcher. Make sure to tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Uh, last night was a weird night in relieving. So was Wednesday night. Here's some relief pitching highlights for you. Matt Strom of the Phillies picked up his second save of the season in the 10th inning. Kimbrell threw a shutdown ninth and picked up the W. Griffin Jacks of the Twins picked up his third save of the season. Johan Duran pitched a perfect eighth for the win. So they went to leverage with Duran there. Justin Topa of the Mariners picked up his third save of the season, while Andres Munoz pitched a perfect eighth, facing the two, three, four spots in the order. Again, leverage in that one. Here's a normal one, the only one of the night. Josh Hader picked up his 31st save of the season. And then to cap things off in L.A., the Tigers' Will Vest picked up his second save of the year, throwing the inning and two-thirds to close things out for the Tigers. So only one regular closer picked up a save out of like the six saves on the evening. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a preview of Thursday's action on the diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. 
That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Inchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. DFS, we have a seven-game main slate starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern time. A lot of bats on this slate, lots and lots of bats. You got the Atlanta Braves against Jake Irvin. That's a beauty, obviously. I don't mind going back to a little Chicago-Pittsburgh stack. We saw 13-7 on Wednesday night. The Cubs bats are very, very hot. You got the Cubs versus Johan Oviedo. Oviedo's pitching well, but the Cubbies could have some fun there. On the flip side, Pittsburgh versus Kyle Hendricks. Hendricks has had his moments, but I don't mind a little Pittsburgh fun as well. So it could be a game stack there. Um, Baltimore against Hunter Gaddis. Gaddis is getting the call back to, uh, to throw for the Guardians. Love some O's in that one. And then if you want some sneaky value, Giants going against Emmett Sheehan. Sheehan has been a lot of pitch to contact. And the Detroit Tigers versus Luis Medina could be another piece of value for you as well on these slates. And you might want value because when it comes to pitching, you're probably paying for it. Max Freed's 10K against the Washington Nationals. I'm a little skeptical, though. I'm just concerned, I guess, because he's got the hot spot on his fingers. Got to start pushed back. I love Tariq Skubal at the Oakland Athletics. It's my favorite pitcher on this slate. Absolutely love him on this one. I really like Jose Barrios at the Yankees. Yankees are hitting below 200 versus righties over the last month, striking out over 27% of the time. And Barrios has at least seven Ks and three straight starts. He's been very, very good of late. And then David Peterson, he's got to go full YOLO against Philadelphia. It's scary because Philadelphia has like a near 240 ice over its lefties over the past month. But Peterson's $5,500, which is very, very nice. Preferably, I want to go scuba Barrios and then get some bats from there. Some things I'm looking forward to on Thursday's smaller slate of action. Curious to see Kyle Harrison's return to the Dodgers in L.A., or to the Giants to face the Dodgers in L.A. Um, Harrison was really good in his first couple starts, sketchy towards the back end, but they said the mechanics he was working on, things were looking a lot better in his bullpen sessions, so we'll see how that translates facing a great offense like the Dodgers, who's been kind of quiet the last couple nights, so they could be due for an explosion. I'm really looking forward to Jose Barrios versus Garrett Cole. That's a fun one in the Bronx. Cole working on his Cy Young campaign going up because Gossman through his outing on Wednesday looked really good. Now Cole's going to try to counter it. We'll see how it goes. Jose Barrios, like I mentioned, three straight just outstanding starts right now. So that should be a fun one. And then Tariq Skubal in Oakland. Tariq's been getting better and better since he's come back. He's just been amazing. Strikeouts have been there. He's going deep into games. He's shutting teams down. Uh, awesome stuff from Tariq Skubal. I want to see how he pitches against a team in Oakland that he should dominate on paper. But I'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Remember, check out PL Plus PL Pro. Won't regret any of that. And there's just always more coming down the pipeline at PitcherList.com. So be ready for a fun end to 2023 and ready for 2024. 
But I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Thursday and preview Friday's action on the diamond. But for now, this was your first pitch podcast Thursday, September 21st edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.